Hello everyone, my name is Zillia, and I'll be narrating the tale for you today. Today, we bring you a tale from a very talented author named Colfax. He writes on a variety of subjects that tend to err on the darker side, but his words are imaginative as they are immersive. We are proud to introduce the story today from him. If you wish to read more of his work, please visit his Tumblr at anightsodark.tumblr.com. The blog itself is labeled not safe for work, but feel free to visit if you are somewhere appropriate and 18 or over. The link for it will be provided below. Without further ado, we bring the story Unicorns in Shadow. The clank of steel and shouting was quickly shut out as the tall night elf rushed to slam close the doors to the small temple which cast the room into shadowed darkness broken only by the flickering of candles that dotted the walls. We must get her to safety, my love, he shouted as he ran to the slender female adorned in shimmering white who crouched with her arms around the terrified-looking young girl, whose eyes snapped to and fro examining the room as the muted sounds of combat drew ever closer. Kneeling before his wife and child, he brushed his fingers over his daughter's cheeks and offered a small forest child meant to convey calm it only stood to further reveal the concern that etched his features. Looking around quickly, he rose and started off towards a small pillar that occupied most of the center of the room, upon which lay a simple book bound in dark leather with a metallic symbol of the moon pressed into its front. As he neared, the symbol seemed to reflect the flickering of a nearby candle, and his head twisted to look in the direction, only to fall slack in his stance as bright eyes dulled while the shadow of a clawed hand fell across his features. With a lurch to his step, he slowly turned to face his beloved wife, who knelt before their child, and took a shaky step forward, each movement becoming more fluid than the last, until he stood before the two and stared down upon them. The female turned her head upwards somewhat, her head tilted in confusion at her husband's actions, and went to open her mouth to speak. Yet the words died on her lips as she saw the utter look of horror on his face, eyes strained open in horror, while biting his lips hard enough to send a trickle of blood to run down his chin and stain the robes of purest white. Shuffling closer, his hand drifted to his side and drew the blade of steel from its sheath, the sound creating a wicked scratch in the darkened room as it came free. In a moment, he was upon her. His fingers laced in her silky hair, yanking, pulling, and dragging her from their child. Pleading eyes turned to stare into the muddled gaze of revulsion and shock as his blade drove down hard, piercing her throat and shattering the bone of her spine. Jerky, crude, and violent, he struck again and again, nearly severing her head as the small child screamed in terror at what she watched her father doing. Gurgling and sputtering, the elf fell at her daughter's feet, crimson blood pooling over in great spurts as the child scrambled backwards to get away from the encroaching river of red. With another lurch, the father paused as a great shadow filled the room with a hiss of air, sliding into the narrow expanse where the candles simply flickered out. The sound of footsteps on the cold stone of the floor drifted over to the child who clung to her small plush unicorn toy beneath one of the tables. Her eyes slowly traced the form of her father till they stopped and hung on a pair of slender blue fingers that rose to collect the blade from the wavering fingers of the stunned elf. 
Smoky gray eyes that swirled with a nebulous yet menacing glint appeared over the shoulder of the elf. A brief moment before a blade rose and sliced clean through his throat, sending a cascade of streaming blood to pour down the front of his robes, and sending the elf down in a slump on the hardened stone to lay next to his wife. Rising up from behind the form of her father was a tall, slender creature, draped in robes of black and gold, that while sharing many of the traits of her kind, looked somehow darker, a dusky shade of blue with eyes reflected back a hazy, almost dizzying look. The creature took a step forward, head tilted as if examined the child like she was some kind of novelty. Finn's lips pulled upwards over severe features as it stared at her. For several moments, the child hadn't realized it had been speaking to her, until her attention was yanked into focus as the creature snapped its slender fingers. Are you deaf or- Ah, there you are, it intoned. I trust you will not offer any annoyance while I work, hmm? To which the child quickly shook her head and clutched the unicorn so tightly it squeaked. The sound seemed to irritate the creature who glared at her and gestured in her direction. Stop that. Be silent. Before abruptly turning to head towards the pillar his robes and cloak leaving a shadowy trail of smoky darkness in his path. Standing before the pillar, the elf of some sort began to mutter softly as slender fingers capped in claws of glistening black spread out over the surface of the tube. His muttering rose in both volume and speed as he slowly pried the book from its place, pausing only to the sound of a single squeak, which drew an annoyed glare in the child's direction. Blinking, the child whispered, Sorry, which was answered with a hiss from the creature. Don't be sorry, be silent! The tone quickly sent the child further beneath the table to hide, peering out from beneath the cloth covering to watch silently at what the shadowy elf did. With a huff of annoyance, the elf returned to his work, carefully lifting the tomb and stuffing it into a pouch within his robes, which opened solely for this purpose. His task seemingly completed, he turned and started for the shadow-dredged side of the room with a purposeful stride that faltered only at the sound of sniffling and whimpering which seemed to tug at his exit, until he finally stopped, staring into the shadows with a look of annoyance etched upon his features. Long moments he stood there, as the sound of clanking steel and screams rose behind the shuttered door, until finally, with a snort of frustration, he simply inquired, What? girl peered out from beneath the table and sniffled as she spoke. They're coming, and, and my mommy and dada, they're dead. Which sent the shadowy elf to cringing, before finally inquiring, They were your parents? Sniffle filled the room before the child whimpered. Yeah. He paused. And you loved them? Which she responded with a simple uh-huh sound. Closing his eyes a moment, he tilted his head slightly in her direction as the question spilled from his lips, dripping with irritation. And let me guess, they are irreplaceable. And you are alone, I take it? To which the child replied with another sound 
and a sniffle for good measure. Staring straight ahead, he frowned, pursing his lips as he glared at his escape with a look of utter annoyance hanging on his handsome features, before finally lifting his hand and waving at it, snapping his fingers to get the point across. The child's eyes widened, and she was with him in a flash, bumping into his chill cloth of his robes as she laced her little fingers within those darkened claws. His gaze very slowly turned down to look with a disgust at the child, whose shimmering eyes shone up to him, marred only by another sniffle as she leaned into him. Yes, well, I'm not keeping you, he grumped and started towards the shadows, causing the child to lurch and bump into him, causing the infernal unicorn to squeak once again before they were gone in a smoky haze of shadow. Moments later, some distance from the temple, a group of night elven warriors, battered and bleeding, attempted to shore up their defenses at the sound of the approaching horde. Their focus was quickly torn from them as the hissing sound emanated from the shadows between the torches that illuminated their work space between them wavered with a whoosh sound, which was followed by a night elven child tumbling into the grass to land at their feet, while a single blue hand, palm outwards, extended from the darkness before disappearing from sight. One of the elves stepped forward to grab the child and drag her back as they all shared a look of confusion as to what happened. Before they could speak to the child, the hiss returned, and all together they sprang weapons at the ready facing the shadow which seemed to linger in place for several moments before something came hurtling out, rising through the air. Their eyes struggled to focus upon the item as it fell to bounce off the head of the child with a loud squeak and then fall into her lap, drawing a bitter smile from the child as the shadow quickly vanished from view. Always good to see a rather humane take on a devilish character. Guess you could say she got away squeaky clean, eh? Eh? Oh, not the right time to make a pun. When is a good time to make a pun, you say? Either way, wonderful work, Colrock. Thank you for sharing it with us. Please enjoy the song chosen at the end of this podcast. The details of such will be provided below. If you do enjoy our work, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube section or sign up for the podcast at any one of the links below. Want to submit a story? There's a link down there as well. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Like always, our time together is short, but with what little time we have, thank you for sharing it with us. Have a great night. Focus on letting the weed kill it all. I really want your moment of peace. Smoking some streets is like a natural remedy when streets been stolen for weed. If you dealt with what I dealt with and you live with what I live with, you probably would just criticize it. Sit beside me, hit this purple right with me. You don't understand the pain. You can't see the struggles on me or the upper hand exchange. It feels like no one else can see the crazy way I see shit. When my high rise is like a saber to a heathen, like an angel to a demon. And it's shameful, but I need it just to thicken up the line between my anger and my reason. Life is a bitch. Realities are homegirl. Birds of a feather flock together in this cold world. World. Since I'm pretty much alone for most of the time, I found a friend in drugs to help me run from ghosts in my mind. Now I'm stuck in this zone of emotion.
trying to take another shot of this penny and refill it. Got a hole where my hope is I'm letting the drink fill it. So at least there could be something there. 80 proof anesthesia at my leisure is good to keep me underwear. Drinking while I stare toward the ceiling and the TV. Keep them speaking about my knees and how I'd meet them if I freely went and bought a shiny whip. A cop the newest gear. I don't really give a shit. I'm sitting wondering why I'm here. Progressing towards the bottom of the bottle. My sobriety, the distant memory, the Hennessy at work inside of me. Pushing through my bloodstream. Serenity ensues. Turning everything to nothing. This can never be abused. This is beautiful. Liquid salvation on the rocks. Yet if used excessively, I'll be impatient at the hospital. Still, it helps me make it through the night with little effort. And I think that when I wake up, things might be a little better since I'm stuck in this. Dreams and now I'm waiting to begin this. Drowning my emotions, jumping. 